What's up, everybody? It's your host, Michaela Z. You're listening to the From Anxious Table podcast, season three, episode eight. And today we're talking about affirmations and literally how they work, and also how you can up your affirmation game to just like take your life to the next level. So, yeah, we're getting woo woo, but you know, go with us. It's going to be great. We like to get woo woo around her. Okay, can I just get like five more minutes? Hey, babe. Okay, okay, I'm coming. And you're listening to From Anxious to Able. What's up, everybody? I hope you're having the best day ever. I hope you're making some magic with your mess and all the things. And uh, I want to say that I purposely skipped a week last week because I just needed it. You know, third third trimester over here, getting ready to start your secret sauce academy and all the things, all the things. I'm recording this podcast, by the way, at um, on the day that the registration ends for your secret sauce academy. So if you're listening to this, it's too late. You missed out on session one, but don't worry. You can come back later in the summer when we when we launch session two. Um, but yeah, registration is closing today. We already have our 33 members. They are locked, loaded, and ready to slay, and I cannot wait to get started on March 15th, um, which is probably the day you're going to be listening to this podcast episode, so that's wonderful. Anyway, so here we are, and I you know, was thinking about what I want to do this podcast over, and I realized that um, recently one of our upline members, or one of my up- upline members in Young Living, so when I say upline, I mean someone who she's considered a leader in my organization. She's a Royal Crown Diamond. She's actually been on this podcast, Logan Randazzo. She reached out to all of um, the gold and above leaders on her team to come together and teach some different classes for all of our teams and for the month of March. And she invited me to teach on oils and affirmations, specifically a kit called the Feelings Kit, which is a kit Young Living designed for like an emotional reboot. Um, (laughs) essentially if that's like, if, you know, if you don't know where to start and you just need some emotional support, it's just super, super well-rounded kit. And it's one of my favorite, favorite, um, products that Young Living has actually. And it was something that I have a really deep connection with, or like, just like a personal, personal relationship with, because I almost didn't use it when I got it. So um, just to give some context around this this class and around um, the feelings kit in general, I had won the feelings kit whenever I was in the hospital with Atlas. Um, so if you haven't heard our birth story, you can go back. It's like episode two and three, I'm pretty sure, like season one. Um, but we ended up being in the hospital for about six weeks, I think. I can't remember. And... Um, I had won this kit through one of these organizations, like, so our upline organizations, they all have Facebook groups and stuff where they do some fun giveaways all throughout the months. Like we all, we all do that. And, um, anyway, I had won this, this kit and it was sitting in my kitchen when I got home from the hospital. And at that point, my adrenals were super shot. I was super just like emotionally physically drained, (laughs) um, tired, you know, but also just kind of like 
constantly thinking about what could go wrong. Like I had really felt like that was going to be my new reality and that was going to be my new way of living, of just kind of living in this fight or flight mode where I was just constantly looking at how things could go wrong. (laughs) Um, And if you've gone through any kind of trauma like that where it's just like so unexpected, um, I, you might relate to this. So that's where I was at. And I was like, okay, well, this is like my new norm. And I, it was kind of sad because it was like, you know, I, I was such a creative person. I was super positive. I was always looking at the, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel. And even though I was, you know, actively doing that when we were in the hospital, like focusing on my son's healing and, you know, all of that, it was still incredibly emotionally draining and incredibly scary, (laughs) just really scary. And, um, So I was feeling that whenever I got home, just kind of like fearful and just like really on edge all the time and, and just not feeling like myself, like just didn't feel like I could just fully sit in the trust and and like in the trust of life, you know? (laughs) And, and, um, anyway, so this kit was sitting on my kitchen and I had no idea what it was. It's this like little purple box. It has like six oils in it. And, um, I was going to give it to my sister because I remember she had talked about it at one point and uh, I just didn't know anything about it. So I was just like, you know, if you want it, <laughs> if you want it. Um, and then I think it was my mom or somebody had said like, hey, I've actually heard about that. Like you should give it a try. It's supposed to be really awesome for emotional support. And at the time I had seen this graphic, this just like tiny little, you know, square Instagram graphic or whatever that somebody had posted. I think it was Logan actually on her page. She had posted this graphic with the essential oils um, and each essential oil had like where to put it and then an affirmation that went with the oil. And this is so simple guys, but it literally transformed my relationship with essential oils because I decided to give it a try. I opened it up and the oils, um, they're, you know, they're, they're specifically designed for kind of this like full, like emotional revamp, I guess you'd say. So the, the oils are called valor, present time, release, harmony, forgiveness, inner child. And I just remember the first time I did it, I just like literally just sobbed, (laughs) just sobbed. (laughs) And I, I realized how desperately I needed to just come back to the present moment. And for some reason, which I'll explain now what I know now about affirmations, what I know now about the senses and stuff, but like for some reason at that point in time, um, the combination of like smell and just being mindful of my thoughts for just a few moments, like it literally only takes like two minutes to walk through this kit, but just those two minutes just gave me that, that reboot and that energy that I needed to just be conscious of what I was thinking, conscious of how I was participating in this life. And I, after using it, I used it like every day. Um, You know, I'd just sit for a couple of minutes while Atlas was sleeping or while he was entertained with um, Corey or whatever. I'd just sit for a couple minutes and do it. And one of the affirmations was um, inner child. So the inner child one, the, it like goes under your nose and the affirmation is my authentic self is enough. Sounds so simple, I know. But after using it so frequently, um, I ended up taking that oil and using it as perfume because I really connected with that blend. And um, I think I connected with it so much because I realized that 
I didn't want to go on living like in that scarcity, um, just like fearful mindset, like always on edge. I didn't want to go on living like that. Like, even though, yes, there are things in life that happen that you just cannot predict. Like there's, there are times in our life where we are presented with things that we just didn't plan for. We weren't planning for, but that's not every day, you know? And I was living like that every day, just always waiting for that moment. And I realized that like, I just had a child, you know, and I'm raising this child and he's like, you know, he went through the trauma, but he is also, you know, it's done. It's done. Right. <laughs> like he's, you know, of course I'm sure there's, you know, there, there will be need to, there will need to be some emotional release throughout his life just from having that entry into the world. Um, it being so intense, but for the most part, infants, these children are always living in the moment. They're always living in the moment. Like it's like they're past the trauma and it's really up to us to hold the space for that, to, to move forward and to let them heal from that and to let it be in the past and for us to not keep bringing it up and not keep letting it surface and not let it change the way we live our lives and the way that we show up into this world. And I was doing that. I was absolutely letting that trauma change the way I was showing up, um, in this world. And I realized that I didn't want to hold that space for my child. Like I didn't want him growing up with me living on edge like that. And I also didn't want it to be where at any point in time it came to be that it was his fault that I was living on edge like that. And I was very specific about this because I, um, when I was born, my birth was very traumatic and my mom had ended up, um, she ended up needing two like open heart surgeries after I was born. So one, like pretty immediately after I was born and then another when I was like four years old. And the story was always that, you know, my birth almost killed her, you know, and it wasn't like she was like blaming me for that at all, but just my child imagination. Like when I heard that story, for some reason, a programming create, like was created in my mind that it was my fault and that I almost killed my mom, you know? And so I didn't want that to be the story because in in reality, the birth itself was actually really beautiful. Like our birth at home with my mom and my my partner and um, we were in the water and it was just like, it was so beautiful. And I want to make sure that I tell that story just as often as I tell, you know, the other part. Because I know that that part of the story is important as well. But anyway, the, the matter of the fact was, was I didn't want this to be the story, And I didn't want this to be the reason that I was always living on edge. I didn't want this to be the reason that my child never saw me be playful and trusting and like, like a child anymore, right? Like I was losing that, that aspect and I was embodying this real intense sense of responsibility and like needing to like keep an eye out everywhere I go, which, you know, there's always, there's always some aspect of that, that lights up whenever you're a mom, I feel like, um, But anyway, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like I didn't want to lose that playful child imagination, like trust, the trust and the, and the love and the positivity aspect of who I was. Cause that was a really big aspect of who I was. And so this inner child bottle, like really reminded me of that. It was like, okay, my child deserves to see 
my inner child. They deserve to see the playful, creative aspects of who I am because I am a living example of life for them. And like, oh my gosh, if you're a mom or if you've been around children, you know that no matter what you hide from your kids, they pick up on everything. They, they pick up on everything, you know? You have children who are like four or five who are just like always in emotional distress because their parents are in emotional distress and even though they don't know what's going on, they know something's not right. Um, and, I, you know, you see this all the time. Ch- like children take on the energy of, of what's happening in the household and it, you know, it will reflect in different ways because they don't actually understand what's going on, but they definitely feel it. And so I was just, you know, I was really aware of that and I just didn't, I just didn't want that. And, um, so anyway, this oil, I was like carrying it around with me and I was, I was like just letting it be that reminder for me. And after using it in the starter or in the feelings kit for so long with the affirmation, my authentic self is enough. What I noticed was that every time I opened that oil or if I smelled it, like if someone else was diffusing it or if someone else was wearing it, um, cause I'm around a lot of oily people, like that's what we do. So, um, you know, anytime I got a whiff of the inner child blend, which is a beautiful blend, by the way, it's like so floral and happy, um, I was reminded, like my attitude immediately changed and I could, I could like, I witnessed it. Like I could really see like, whoa, that totally uplifted my vibe. And, and my subconscious just automatically told me, Hey, your authentic self is enough. My subconscious was automatically reminding me, like, make sure you play today. Make sure you're creative and access your imagination. Like that smell was accessing those thoughts because I had literally been suggesting those thoughts through that, the power of affirmation and connecting that affirmation to the smell. So the way I was looking at it was like, okay, this is really cool because, you know, I have, um, I don't want to trigger anything for anyone, but you know, like I, if anybody's ever experienced like any kind of trauma, like there's certain smells, um, that for me, if I smell that smell, like I can kind of be straight back into that, that trauma or that moment, you know, um, at the same time, I have like wonderful memories connected to smell. Like if I ever, you know, walk by someone who is wearing my grandmother's perfume, like I immediately am brought back to like sitting at the kitchen table with her and like talking to her or my aunt's perfume, you know, I like immediately brought back to sitting at the fireplace, braiding her hair. Like there's certain memories that I have. Um, like I'm always, uh, saying I smell a memory. I smell a memory. <laughs> And it's super cool because the, uh, you know, the smell out of all five senses that we have, the smell is the, um, the most potent, like the most potent sense that we have It's the strongest sense that we have. And so this is why I love essential oils so much because it really is, we'll get into this, but anyway, (laughs) um, so, you know, I was like, damn, this was like a revelation that I had with essential oils because, I'm such a smell person and I realize like, okay, so we have these memories that like are attached to smell. So what if like we created our own memories with these smells, you know, like we attach these affirmations and these suggested thoughts with these smells and we use them so often that they really do become a tool for us because we're programming our brain to think those thoughts whenever the smell occurs, right? And it's crazy how legit this really is when you think about the human brain. (laughs) Because I totally get like affirmations. 
first off, I absolutely believe they work, but I never really understood before why it works. Like, why does this work? And when you really understand like the brain and the limbic system, it starts to really make sense. So the limbic system is like the part of our brain that decides if something is a threat or not. So a lot of animals have, most animals have a limbic system and it's the part of our brain that is analyzing reality and like telling you, hey, there's a lion coming, you better run. <laughs> the difference between our limbic system and the majority of, the majority of animals is that, um, for example, like a zebra is, if, if they're standing in the middle of the field, they're not usually, I mean, as far as we know, they're not standing in the middle of the field thinking about where they're at on the, on the food chain and like how unfair that is, right? <laughs> they are only processing the five senses. So like what they can hear, what they can see, what they can smell, what they can taste, what they can touch. And that is what determines their reality. And that is what the limbic system is processing. So it's processing the five senses and it's telling them how to respond. And then there's this feedback system that's like telling the body what it needs to do based on the thoughts, like based on your, your limbic system deciding that's a threat or not. All right. You're in danger. Run. There's a lion coming, (laughs) but you're not going to find a zebra just like chilling, like analyzing the food chain and like why they are where they are and like thinking that's unfair. Our limbic system, the way that our limbic system works is that it's processing our reality, which is what we can determine based off our five senses, so our external world, and our internal world, which is the stories we tell ourselves, the, you know, the predictions we have of the future, our internal judgments, our, you know, just our own, like, established thoughts, our memories, all these things, like the internal world we have in our head. Our limbic system is processing our external world our reality and our internal world as the freaking same thing. It's the same thing that does, it cannot tell the difference. So it is, this is why we are constantly having, I think, I I think especially in this world that we live in today, why there's so much anxiety and fear and just like all of these things coming up for people and people having to deal with is because if our limbic system was just processing our five senses, we're not often put in situations where our life is like really at risk. I mean, yes, of course, those situations happen, but we're not like constantly in danger of being chased down by a lion. (laughs) If we were always operating, uh, if our limbic system was always operating from a space of just the five senses, we probably wouldn't be as um, you know, on edge all the time. Um, but I think the majority of people experience being on edge very frequently because we have so much time on our hands to just let the thoughts go, right? Just like, and we have an average of like 60,000 thoughts per day. How crazy is that? So like, think about how often you're actually mindful of your thoughts. And I guarantee you, you're not mindful of 60,000 of them. <laughs> like, We try maybe, but uh, I think we we often get you know, we get lost in our thoughts. We don't even know, you know, and and the majority of the time, the thoughts that we're having are not even related to our reality. They're completely automated, random, like totally unrelated to wherever we are and what we're doing. And a lot of the times we are going down rabbit holes of thoughts and we're not even consciously aware of the thought patterns that we're having. We're not even consciously, consciously aware of what's going on. And it's so cool because it's like, okay, the fact that we can close our eyes and and literally listen to our thoughts is 
all the proof we need to know that our thought, our brain is just one part of who we are. Um, you know, just as like our arms move and our legs walk and, you know, our lungs inhale and exhale or whatever, our heart is beating, like our brain is, you know, going and we have these thoughts, but it's not us because we can, we can actually sit and evaluate or look at our thoughts, which means there's something separate than our thoughts. We are something separate than our thoughts. But the majority of the time, we're not actively doing that. We're not actively like participating in our thoughts. So we just have 60,000 thoughts a day, just going, 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 going. And we have so much time on our hands, you know, when we're driving or when we're just sitting at our desk working or whatever, that our imagination is kicking in and we're thinking about the future and we're making predictions and we're criticizing ourselves and we're creating judgment and all of these things. And our limbic system is processing that as though you are in immediate danger. Like your life is in danger because it's processing it just as if it would process the five senses as reality. So we're literally telling ourselves that we're in danger all of the time with these crazy thought patterns that we go down. And it's so crazy to think about how it works because then that feeds back to your, you know, then that gives a feedback to your body. That that's like with the fight or flight, you know, when you start like, you know, you feel it when you're like, where did this come from? Why do I feel so on edge right now? Why do I feel so anxious? Why do I, you know, all of those things. And, um, so it's really cool when you can recognize that because basically all affirmations are all you're doing when you're affirming something is just telling your brain, your limbic system, like, hey, we are not in immediate danger right now. Like, for, for example, I'm someone who, when I'm not being conscious of my thoughts, I tend to get down these rabbit holes of I'm busy, which causes I'm overwhelmed, and then it causes I'm stressed. And... Um, you know, because I'm playing the to-do list in my head all the time of things that could be better, things that I could do better, or, you know, things that need to get done to optimize, you know, the day or whatever, just like these to-do lists going in my head all the time. And my body is having like a fight or flight response. And then I start to feel super, super overwhelmed. And when I can just take a moment and remind myself that nothing is urgent. And if none of these things got done today, no one would die. <laughs> There's, there is no lion chasing me at this moment. And all I have to do is remind my limbic system that, Hey, like, you know, we're good. We're not, we're not in immediate danger at this moment in time. And the way that you can do that is very simply by coming back to the five senses because the five senses is our reality. Um, and you know, as long as you aren't actually in immediate danger in that moment, like say you're just sitting there in your car and you can be mindful of like, Oh shit, I'm starting to feel a little bit anxious or I'm starting to feel a little stressed or on edge or overwhelmed or whatever. Then you can just take a moment to come back to your five senses. This is like the base of meditation. This makes so much sense why this is the start of meditation, right? Is to, you know, you're always focusing on your breath and then like, what do you hear? And then like, feel your body on the ground and, you know, what do you smell? You know, all of that is always like the basis of bringing you into that meditative state because it's just bringing you back to the present moment and it's just reminding your limbic system that, hey, you know, where you're at in this very, very moment, you are not in immediate danger and you are not, nothing is a threat to you. So I freaking love knowing this because it just allows you to, first off, have compassion 
for your fucking brain because all it's trying to do is protect you. It's just the, it's, it's an, it's an animal instinct that we have. And so we can, we can come from a space of forgiveness. So like we don't need to beat ourselves up about the fact that we have these emotions or that we have these responses because we can recognize that, okay, our brain is literally just trying to protect us. And so we can help our whole system. We can support our whole system um, in, in creating more of a calm and relaxing state by just being mindful of our thoughts for just a moment, you know, taking control of a couple minutes of thoughts in your 60,000 thoughts that you have a day and just giving yourself permission to rest and giving your limbic system permission to rest, giving which will give your body permission to rest because there's that direct feedback happening from your mind to your body. Your body's listening to everything your brain is saying and it's responding accordingly. Um, so if you're having these thoughts like, I'm not good enough, you know, I can't do it, I'm incapable, and you don't even know, you might not even be aware that you're having them, but your body is responding to that. It feels shamed. It's going to feel defeat. It's going to feel hopeless. And then all of a sudden you're going to be like, have no creativity. You're going to, you're going to feel lethargic. You're going to feel like tired and, you know, and you're not going to know why. And it's just because your thoughts were literally like putting your body into fight or flight mode. Um, and it's so crazy how often we do this to ourselves. It's literally so crazy how often we do this. And so, you know, coming back to these five senses, this is why I love essential oils so much because smell is the, is the most potent, strongest, like I said earlier, the strongest sense that we have. It's like the strongest. And so utilizing these, these plant mad, this plant magic, like this pure plant, <laughs> um, and helping come back to those, those, to that present moment and to help remind your body that everything is good. You know, we're not being chased. We're not being chased. It's okay. Everything, like, nothing is urgent in this moment and adding affirmation. So like just the combination of smell and affirmation for me is just so powerful because you have an opportunity to create tools for your future and to literally prepare for the bad days, the hard days, you know, the, the fight or flight mode. Like you can prepare for that by recognizing the thoughts that you normally have that are bringing you into those spaces and creating tools to utilize, um, when those, when those spaces, when that space occurs, because a lot of the times when we're like in, when we are like literally smack dab in the middle of overwhelm, we're not actively able to see our way out of it. But when you can recognize, um, like for me, like I said, like my, my big thing is overwhelm is I'm busy, you know, telling myself I have so much I need to do and like, oh, so much needs to get done. It's just recognizing that I have those thoughts. Then I can prepare for those moments by creating a special blend of plants, oils, you know, that is specific for me and creating an affirmation. So basically something that I know I need to hear in that moment, which for me is that nothing is urgent. And if nothing gets done today, everything will be okay. You know, nothing is urgent. You are not in immediate danger. And, um, so I can create a blend of, of, you know, a couple different oils and create an affirmation and use that oil every single day. So when I'm in a state 
you know, no matter what state I'm in, like just a good, you know, state that I'm in, I can continue using that oil and telling myself that nothing is urgent. Everything will get done in time. That's a good one. Nothing is urgent. Everything will get done in time. And I can utilize that every single day to basically program my brain to think those thoughts whenever I smell that smell. And so you really want to make sure you are in like a good space when you're creating these blends for the bad days because you don't want to associate, you don't want to create trauma in association with the smell because you're in such a negative state. So like if you're, you know, if you're feeling like, you know, okay, in this moment, you know, giving yourself permission to just be still for like one to three minutes and be conscious, like literally be, a, like be, just be mindful of the thoughts coming up and write them down of like, okay, these are the thoughts that I notice that I'm having, um, on a pretty regular basis, whether it's, I'm not, a, not enough, or I can't be bothered, or I can't do it, or it's too much for me, or, you know, I have so much I need to get done, or I have no time to myself, you know, all of these things that we tend to just like think <laughs> um, in a moment, you know, like when the, the kids are screaming and there's spaghetti on the walls, you know, we tend to like have this thought of like, oh my God, I never have a moment to myself or like, why can't, you know, things just be fucking like still for a moment, you know, like just these thoughts that we have that, you know, what we're really saying when we're saying I'm really fucking stressed right now, <laughs> or I have no time to myself. What we are saying is I need more time to myself, or I need support, or I need help. But our body doesn't hear that because that's not what we're saying. We're literally saying I'm fucking stressed, which the limbic system is like, oh, that's a threat. You know, her life is in danger telling your body then to respond accordingly, which is probably going to be to like tense up and like, you know, feel that like sense of rage or, you know, just like feel shaky and feel just not in alignment with who you are. Because we're not actually telling our body what we really need. We think that we are because we're saying, I'm fucking stressed. But it's, that's that, the limbic system hears, I'm fucking stressed. The body hears, I'm fucking stressed. So whenever you can give yourself permission to actually tell your body what you need rather than, you know, what you're feeling in the moment, then your body can actually respond accordingly and give you what it is that you need. So instead of saying I'm overwhelmed or I'm stressed or whatever, which is important to acknowledge, yes, but then to re, um, reimburse, I don't think that's the right word, to you know, reestablish what it is that you actually need through utilizing smell. Um, so like say you make a, yourself a blend, you know this is something that comes up for you a lot is that I don't have any time to myself or I'm just ex so exhausted, I'm so exhausted. Um, then you can you can create a blend and every time you use it, literally declare that that smell is recharging you. It's giving you the energy you need to get through the day. It's reminding you that everything is temporary. Everything is temporary. And these times of chaos and children running around and getting on the walls, they're soon going to be gone. You know, whatever you need to hear in those moments, like literally write it down, create yourself a blend of oils or whatever. And then every time you use that, 
say those words in relation to that smell. And that way, when you get to a point where you are in that space of overwhelm, you don't really know how you got there and you can't really see your way out, you can reach for that blend. And if you've been utilizing it like, uh, like in a habit, you know, like you're really creating a habit of using it and, you're, and it hasn't just been sitting there on the shelf because you really do have to utilize it enough times to create that memory of that with that smell, right? You have to like be conscious every time you open that to every time you open that bottle or whatever to smell that oil or to smell that blend that you are being conscious of your thoughts and that you're making sure that you are actually creating that programming within you that this is what this smell is meant to tell me you know what I mean so you really want to use it on a daily basis and be like and it's a great just little mindfulness hack little like okay every time I open this I'm just going to be mindful for a freaking moment on my thoughts I'm going to con- I'm going to have control over this one or two or three or four or five thoughts out of these 60,000 and you do it enough times that when you're in that state of overwhelm you can reach for it and your brain will literally tell you those things because it it is it's been told to do that. You're basically auto-suggesting to yourself what this smell means. Um, it's so, so powerful. And it's just, it's just a revelation that I honestly had with essential oils just over time using them and like, and also, you know, doing my own little like woo-woo stuff of creating affirmations. Like, and I really, the first time I had, I noticed this was with, with the inner child blend that came in the feelings kit. But, um, yeah, it's just so amazing how it's, it's almost like, you know, I always suggest this and I actually think I talked about this in an episode recently where it's super, it's a super great thing to do whenever you're in a good space to think about what it is that you need when you're in a bad space. So whenever you are, you know, in that state of overwhelm, something that you know, that comes up for you a lot for me, it's stress of like, I'm busy. Right. So when I'm in that space of just like, overwhelmed, can't get it all done. There's too much to get done. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm feeling incapable or whatever. Then I can, when I'm in a good space, like I know what I need in those times. Like I need someone to tell me to drink water, to use my stress away blend, to take some vitamin D, you know, like there's certain things that, you know, take a hot shower. There's certain things that I know, um, really help whenever I'm in those spaces. And so it's a great, great thing to do to write that down, like write down what you need to hear, what you need someone to tell you, what you need to take, what you need to do and give it to someone that you trust. Um, so that whenever you are in that space, you know, at least you can call that person and they will know exactly what it is that you need because you've already provided them that information. This is like a really good practice to do with your partner. Like you and your partner should both know each other's love language and what you require when you are in those spaces um, so that you can come to them and trust that they can hold space for you. But this is also a great tool to utilize with, you know, using something like smell, like essential oils and affirmation um, when you can prepare for it ahead of time and you can really know, okay, this is something comes up for me a lot. I need to create something for myself, like a little tool. So that way, if it ever happens to you or you like you know, you're in this, you're driving down the road and you're like sitting in the parking lot and you're on edge and you're like feeling overwhelmed. You're like, what did I do? What was I thinking? What did I get? How did I get here? How do I get out of this? Um, instead of just living your whole day in agony like that, then you give yourself permission to, you know, have a moment with this blend that you made and let it be a tool for you to remind you of what you need to be reminded of in those moments. So I just wanted to like do an episode on this because 
I feel like it's such a fun, it's a fun tool to have. It's a powerful tool to have. And, um, just like the power of like, I think that just really understanding how our brains work really allow us to embody affirmations as a real tool, like something that is like, not just woo woo. Um, it's something that it, there's science behind it. There's literal science behind why it works because basically as simple as it gets, we are just reminding ourselves, we're reminding our limbic system, which is the fight or flight part of ourselves, the survival aspect of ourselves, the animalistic part. We are just reminding that part of ourselves that we are not in immediate danger in this moment. There's no lion chasing us in this moment. And that is what we are doing when we use affirmations or when we come back to our five senses we are auto-suggesting. We come back to our five senses. We're just coming back to the present moment, right? We're just like, we're just sitting here. There's no need for us to panic. <laughs> like, um, and then we can, you know, we can take that even step further using smell and like actually suggesting, like auto-suggesting thoughts, taking power back, taking our power back over our thoughts rather than just letting them be automated. 60,000 thoughts, guys, 60,000 thoughts. Just imagine if we just took one minute every hour, just one minute every hour to just be present with our thoughts, to actually be in control of our thoughts and to affirm what it is that we need rather than how we are feeling so that our body can respond to what we need rather than how we are feeling in that moment, if that makes sense. Um, so just, I mean, I think that would be a great challenge of like, okay, for one minute every hour, whether you set an alarm on my phone or whatever, I'm actually going to do this. <laughs> um, this just came up for me, but for one minute every hour, let's just be present with our thoughts, like actually be in control and have power, take our power back over our thoughts for one minute every hour. Oh my God. If everybody did that, can you imagine the type of shift we would have what? Be amazing. And just, oh, how amazing to just give yourself permission for one minute to rest because we are just constantly going, going, going in our brains. We are constantly imagining and predicting and criticizing and telling stories and thinking of memories. And we're in the future and we're in the past, but we are never, hardly ever in this fucking moment, just taking control of our lives, taking control of our thoughts, taking control of the present moment and like really letting ourselves just rest. Just, mm, it's okay. Everything's good. Yeah. There might be a lot of shit that needs to get done. And you know, the children might be going crazy and like all of that might be happening, but just the recognition that in this very moment, in this very breath that I am breathing right now, I am not in immediate danger. I am not in immediate danger. Like, it's okay. We're good. My five senses, like, I don't smell any gas, you know, like, nothing's on fire. I don't see anything totally insane that's going to make me, you know, like just coming back to your five senses and for one minute every hour to give yourself just that, that deep breath of like, okay, no lion is chasing us. Like we're good in this moment, <laughs> you know, what a gift to give ourselves. What a freaking gift. 
You guys, I'm like totally fascinated by personal development. So this just makes me like geek out, you know, when I made this revelation of like, holy shit, I can utilize these essential oils in like such a bigger way than just like cleaning my house with them or making my house smell good. Um, This is really what drew me to start like creating my business around essential oils because I was such an emotional person. I am such an emotional being. I am a daughter of the moon for sure. And, um, I'm also just incredibly fascinated by being better today than I am yesterday. I'm incredibly fascinated by how all of these, um, you know, these things work. And like, I'm, I'm a huge believer in like what I write down happens and, you know, just being mindful of our thoughts and, and anything that can help, you know, boost our mood and anything that can help boost our um, confidence, anything that can help just allow us to show up even more into our colors and more into our magic and really embrace all the different aspects of who we are. And so just these tools that we can put into our tool belt to help us with that, like I'm just, I geek out. I really do. And I'm super fascinated by it. And I just love knowing, like actually knowing how affirmations work and like how our brain works so that I can have compassion on my own fucking brain, you know, like, okay, you're just, you're just trying to help me survive, you know, even though I feel like a little on edge and I'm like, my body's really tense and all these things, like I can just, you know, I forgive you because you're just trying to help me survive and I can help support you by letting you know, letting my brain, letting my limbic system know, like, um, no one's chasing me in this moment. (laughs) Uh, anyway. All right. So that's a challenge for you guys. If you want is to set an alarm on your phone, something pretty, maybe, maybe not something like super crazy intense, um, to go off every hour and then to just wherever you are, in that moment to just take the power back of your, you don't need to like meditate. You don't need to like, everybody needs to go out and you know, no, just for 60 seconds, I'm literally just going to be mindful of my thoughts. And I'm actually going to actively tell my brain and my body what it is that I require in a way that is accepting and open and expanding rather than contracting. So instead of it being like, I'm so fucking tired or I need, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I am open to give and receive love. I'm open to, you know, just like recharge, you know, I, (laughs) whatever it is that you need to hear in that moment, like everything is okay. You know, that's a really simple one. Um, I know there's a really, really famous affirmation. It's like every day and every way I'm getting better and better. You know, that's a great one when it comes to just like physical, um, you know, physical stuff. But um, also emotional stuff, you know, and every day and every way I'm, I'm getting better and better. And um, I love that just nothing is urgent. Everything will get done in time. Nothing is urgent. That's a really good one for me. So, all right, guys, I hope you have an incredible day. Go take some messy action. And um, next week we'll check back in with Samantha and Krista. They both graduated your Secret Sauce Academy now, and we'll just see how they're going, how everything's going for them. So if you are in session one, um, the March session of your Secret Sauce Academy, I'm seriously thrilled. I cannot wait to start with you guys. And um, yeah, go kick some ass, okay? Go do that. Go take some control of your fucking thoughts and take your power back and, um, yeah, give your body permission to just chill for a minute.